0: the last time you listened to a podcast you read a book or you went to a course and you learned a psychology secret that was so powerful you could just swear that you would change your whole life i've met thousands of people who have been like this particularly at an anthony robbins event the cliche is real you'll get the people they'll attend the event they'll walk out they'll be all excited And they'll post on their socials. They might have some inspiration. Maybe they'll start a podcast or start doing an extra coaching course, which incidentally costs thousands upon thousands of dollars, whatever it is. But over time, things just start to drop off. And then when that becomes not as interesting, something else takes precedence. And before long, you're back to where you started. Now, the fact is that psychology, self help, personal growth is absolutely amazing but if you don't handle all the garbage from your past like i always say it's just building on a crappy foundation if it's not strong underneath it's going to blow over eventually so what you need to do is make sure that you have that clean and strong foundation to build on in the first place i look at self-help like being an amplifier so if you've cleaned out everything you're in a great place and you're ready to go out and be positive with your mission whatever it is then self-help techniques will amplify who you are but the flip side is that if you haven't cleaned out your stuff and you go out you read a self-help book and you go out and say i'm going to try and change everything that's also going to amplify who you are someone who doesn't really have their stuff together which at best looks a little bit insecure, but at worst makes you look like a total idiot. So that's why it's so important to take care of this. So enough about the buildup, how do we actually go about taking care of it? Well, there's so many different ways and anyone who says there's one exact way on how to do it, I need to listen to because it seems like it's multifactorial. And a quick disclaimer, if it runs really deep, we're talking about abuse, you know the stuff if it's that level you really should be getting professional help but beyond that we do have tools and techniques which can help you straight away and that's what this episode is going to be focusing on so once you really really start to understand at a experimental level that our mind is both conscious and unconscious that we have this amazing ability to recall things from our childhood these amazing abilities to project into the future, about plans, goals, wishes, dreams. And then just to top it off, you've got catalogs and catalogs of useful and useless information. You know every Simpsons episode. You know thousands upon thousands of songs in their lyrics, not to mention the countless hours and years that you've learned that have built up real useful experience in your career, in your hobbies, in your sports. Mix in a good dose of logic, of reasoning, of processing, and countless other things I haven't mentioned. And we've got some idea of what the mind looks like. Now, obviously, when you sit here right now and you listen to my voice, chances are you cannot recall when you were four years old and when you were a teenager and the last job that you had and what your left foot feels like and what's in the second drawer of your bedside table and what the latest episode of your favorite show was all about in one point in time all of those things take your attention now if you're pretty good sometimes you can multitask and hold a couple of things in the head for a while but it it kind of drops down after a while but this is just an analogy to show how the unconscious mind works unconsciously we just have all this stuff stored away and we can access it at any point in time but just like your computer has a screen on it, you can look at the screen. You can take in half a dozen things of the things that you're looking at right now on the computer screen. But the hard drive it holds just so much more information. And with a click of the button, it goes from the hard drive onto the screen. And this is how your mind works the screen is your conscious mind, the hard drive is your unconscious mind. So by realizing this, this takes us on to the first. Part of sorting all of your crap out. Secondly, we have to notice the interplay between the two. You have the keyboard of the computer, and when you write entries with the keyboard, you see it on the screen. And if you do it in the correct fashion, then you can recall files from the hard drive to flash up on the screen. And that's kind of like the conscious mind talking to the unconscious mind. So consciously, You have to think about many things in the unconscious in order to bring it up to your mind. Like I said, remembering parts of your childhood, it takes conscious effort. However, it's not as straightforward as a computer analogy, because unconsciously, there are things that need to come out. It's kind of like a hard drive with a mind of its own, and that information just pops up on the screen when you don't want it kind of like those annoying adverts you get whenever you're searching YouTube or whatever. These adverts are put in by algorithms, but the pop-ups in our mind from the unconscious are all to do with memories that are not necessarily repressed, but things that need attention, things that haven't been solved in the past. And that doesn't have to be something that's really deep, something that's come up and is a trauma that's reminding you, but it could be something really really minor and the way the unconscious mind works is just on a different level to the conscious mind because it's it's so advanced the unconscious mind the best analogy would be like digital versus analog with all that information potential in the unconscious mind digital processing power and then communicating that on an analog level you can see how there starts to become a degree of miscommunication But don't worry. Remember, you are in charge. You are in charge consciously of what happens. You make the decision. Your unconscious mind is like a massive influencer. The problem is if you don't clear out all of the stuff, whether the small stuff or the big stuff, that influence is going to have massive impact on your life. So how did the hard drive, that digital hard drive, just get... So full of rubbish. It brings up the wrong information at the wrong time. It doesn't support you. In fact, it often acts to your detriment. Think about things like habits, addictions, making bad choices, doing things that you don't want to do. That unconscious mind is just on your tail all the time, working against you in many instances. So how do we deal with that? Well, like I said, we've discovered the unconscious and conscious mind interplay. We've seen how powerful the unconscious mind is. Now we have to learn how to take control of it. Many people think that it's as easy as saying that I'm in charge now and being intentional. And while I believe intentionality is super important, I think that simply telling yourself to be confident, to do something, is not really gonna change much and I'll tell you why. If you are somebody who does affirmations, it's like typing on the computer screen, I am happy, I am happy, I am happy, I am happy. And then it goes to the hard drive. The hard drive gets that information. The hard drive processes millions of pieces of information at any point in time. So the best case scenario is from saying affirmations for years and years. Eventually, maybe you've hit a million and it's made a little dent. And then the hard drive reciprocates and come back and says to you, well, yeah, I suppose there is there is some joy in you, but it's competing with everything else. So, you see, we have a really tricky problem because unlike a good pet or doggy or slave, the hard drive is not going to do exactly what you want it to do in fact it's often going to fight back so if you say i'm happy i'm happy and it actually knows that you're miserable it's going to have the bs filter and it's going to go bee, 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 bee. this is wrong you're not happy life is not perfect in fact it's anything but that way and so not only are you not happy but you're also a liar and you've compounded your problems so that's why some people actually have a negative reaction when pursuing self-help not only does it not work often but it makes their problems worse so the predicament how do we get a successful interaction with our unconscious mind to illustrate the answer to this just imagine remember the last time something went really wrong imagine you made a massive mistake and you totally embarrassed yourself or made a big accident And if you could possibly go into your mind at that point in time, that unconscious mind, and then see what's going through your head, chances are you'll be getting messages. And these messages won't be messages like, oh, I made a mistake or, oh, I wish that didn't happen. It would be really intense. Chances are it would be a really powerful voice if you think with, auditory styles or or thoughts in in bright visual colors and whatever the message is it's often sent to you in the form of a question and that question you're all too familiar with and it is why does this always happen to me now whether that comes from the unconscious mind as i said or the conscious mind it's it's debatable but wherever it comes from the unconscious mind processes that if you sat consciously the unconscious mind ticks it over and again this is a powerful machine it has the ability to process millions of bits of information and you have just fed the world's greatest supercomputer a question in which it is working at peak efficiency to answer why does this always happen to me and the results come out It's because you're stupid. It's because it's a pattern. It's because you're a loser. It's because you're always going to be this way. It's because other people are better than you. It's because you're an imposter. You shouldn't even be in this situation. Unconsciously, you'll get these messages, and that's going to bring you down, and that forms who you are. So that sounds terrible, and I agree, but just like that Chinese symbol crisis, one part has something bad in it, and the other part has opportunity. Whenever anything negative happens, there's usually some positive that you can draw from it. And in this instance, the positive message is huge. It's a game changer because we have just reverse engineered, deconstructed, and worked out how the unconscious and conscious mind work together against you. So let's look at how to make it work for you. It seems that telling your unconscious mind doesn't do anything. So what happens if you ask it a question? Well, let's see. Imagine if you're going to say to yourself, why am I the absolute greatest human who has ever lived? The unconscious mind will feed back answers based on your question. But before you get too excited, A question like that will no doubt bring up that beep, 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 the BS filter. And it's going to say, you are far from the greatest. Even though you're asking a question, it's just so unrealistic. So the first thing about asking your unconscious mind questions is to always make sure that it's believable or realistic. Otherwise, you're going to lie to yourself. The second thing is, when you ask yourself questions, just like in a conversation, if you're talking to somebody and you wanna get to know somebody, if you ask those closed questions, it becomes an interrogation. So, do you like your work? Yes. How long have you been here? A year. And what's your favorite color? Blue. You know, you get it. It's really short, it's not really worth your time. And the same thing is for the unconscious mind. So if you say to yourself, your unconscious mind, am I becoming more confident? It might say a yes, no answer, and it's not gonna be taking advantage of that unbelievable amount of processing power that it has. So it has to be an open-ended question. So any question you have to have has to be like, why, how, in which way? And that makes it an open-ended question. The third part, These questions should be positive simply by nature. Otherwise, it's going to work against you. But secondly, it should also be very much based on potentiality. So instead of saying to yourself, why am I more confident? If your BS filters don't go off already, then you'll get a couple of responses, but nothing really deep. But if you ask yourself, change it to something like, why am I becoming more confident every day? Then suddenly your unconscious mind is working. That's it's like, oh, I'm not sure why you're becoming more confident every day. And then it looks for answers and it blasts out millions of answers and these are all positive. Suddenly you've started to really hack the unconscious mind. And then you ask yourself another question. You compound it. And that's the last point about it you always have to ask one question after another, not looking to answer it. Because if you answer it, then it's a closed question. It's not gonna let the unconscious mind work through it. So you might ask yourself, why am I becoming more confident every day? In which ways can I be more confident every day? And why is it that I'm so blessed to be in this situation where things are getting better for me every day? and Where in my life can I find even more ways to improve upon myself? And why is it that other people are noticing it? And why am I feeling better every day because of this? Now, it's not an affirmation that you just read out to yourself, it's a question that you're asking yourself at your deepest level. So it pays before you do this that you just get into a relaxed state and you ask yourself the appropriate questions. The best way to do this, I would say, is to write down the questions based on the format that I've mentioned already. It has to be open-ended, it has to be positive, it has to be something that's not a lie, it has to be something with real potentiality, and you have to repeat it. And when you get all of these steps together, and you've wrote down your questions, and you ask yourself genuinely these deep questions, one after another, maybe... 12 times or more if you can do it maybe twice a day and you keep doing that for a whole month imagine all of the changes that could happen if you dedicated one month to this process did you like that i actually used it in order to talk to your unconscious mind and a lot of people do this if you're talking about sales and other things you'll find people who are trained in this sort of technology and they can use it to hack your mind What I suggest is that you learn this sort of stuff as we've been going through in past episodes in order to protect yourself from being manipulated, but then don't just say that stuff is evil and wrong. No, utilize it for the benefit. Reprogram your mind. Change all that negative stuff from the past. Make sure you're doing it to your most authentic self because as I always talk about in past episodes, If you're chasing someone else's dreams, then you won't find satisfaction at the end. It has to be yours. So this is a weird place because part of it is just clearing yourself out of all that negativity. But the second part is making sure that you're not aiming to be exactly like someone else. So what do I mean by that? Basically, if you clean out all of the rubbish and you say, Why am I no longer affected by the past? In which ways am I able to overcome things? So on and so forth. Then as you're feeling like you're not in such a bad place, you can then transition and ask yourself questions that really impact you. You're a martial artist. Why am I getting better at martial arts all the time? How come my passion for martial arts doesn't drop down? Why is it that I'm getting so much better at sparring and I can feel more confidence in all my techniques. Maybe it's to do with personal growth, in which case you're saying, why am I becoming more smart and sophisticated in the way that I communicate with others? In which ways am I becoming more confident and powerful? You get it. Or if your focus is simply on being a better husband, wife, whatever, then again, it's like, in which ways can I help serve my husband better? In which ways are we growing closer? Why is it that the more that I give, the better our relationship is and the more that I get? And this feels amazing. And why am I so blessed to be in this situation? It's a complete paradigm shift. So not only you get amazing benefits by getting rid of all that negative stuff, but you can also use this technique in order to drive yourself in any direction you want to go. Now I know that there's a few of you out there that are thinking to yourself, this is great. I can see it's real application, but I'm still looking for my purpose. To this, I would either selfishly plug my other podcast, where I deal with purpose, meaning, philosophy, logic, that's testimony of an NPC. But in relation to this podcast, I would say, ask yourself this one question. If I was just ten percent better in any area that you're working at the moment, so if you have nothing going for you, just apply it to anything your job you've got a a really slummy job that you can't stand. What happens if I was just ten percent better at it? Think about what that would look like, but of course, don't spend too much time there because we're getting on to that next question. Before you answer it, what would it look like if I was 10% more confident in the way I communicate? What would happen if I was 10% more successful in my marriage, in my relationships? You get the idea. So I hope this episode has been useful. Learning how your conscious mind and unconscious mind works is a massive game changer. Now, I won't say it's a game changer that'll change your life forever just by learning it but if you do spend one month seriously going through this probably spending the first month just clearing out all the rubbish and then if you found that's been productive spend another month thinking about all the potential uses for this there is no way you can do this and not walk away inspired and able to overcome so many challenges so let me know how you go and i'll speak to you on the next episode